Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember, we are not experts. We are just podcast hosts. And we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, you can leave us a voicemail or a text message at 781-591-0390, or you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can always visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show and follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast and join the Forever35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. Join us. Leave your field to flower. Yes. <laughs> you know that that song from the musical Pippin? You know, Pippin was the musical at my high school my freshman year. I was not in it. <laughs> 
I would be shocked, honestly, if you, although you do love Broadway dancing. I know, but that was a late in life thing. Okay, okay, that's I was I was in a lot of plays in high school, but I was in straight plays. I wasn't in any musicals. Oh. Did you not know that? No. Really? That you were were in plays? That I was a thespian? No, I had no idea. I was in the drama society? Are you serious? Yes. Oh my goodness. I went to the Massachusetts State Drama Festival twice. By yourself, like doing the monologue? No, no, no. I was in plays that went. Well, gee whiz, this is news to me. Wow, really? We've never discussed this. No, no, never. Huh, you okay. were, and then in college, were you like, I'm not bitten by the acting bug? Or did you ever think about like making it your career? You know, in college, it was the kind of thing where you kind of felt like, like you couldn't do a million extracurriculars like you could in high school. It felt like you had to choose a lane. And the lane I chose was journalism. But then senior year, my friend and I, who had also done theater in high school and had not done it in college. We were like, let's audition for this play. And then I got a part and he did. <laughs> Good work. It was kind of sad. I felt bad. Because you Cause, did like, it our, to do it together? Yes. Our play was, we were like, oh, it'll be so fun. We'll do it together. And then like this other friend of ours got cast. Ooh. And it was like, oh, well, what are you going to do? But you did it. I did. I did do it. I think that was the last time I was in a play. My senior year of college. Oh. <sighs> Don't you think I have a flair for the dramatic, Kate? I, yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Is it's, this all coming? I even directed a play. Oh, well, that makes sense to me. <laughs> Director Dory makes a lot of sense. <gasps> I didn't even know that. Oh, my wow. gosh. Really? <laughs> I don't keep it a secret. You haven't been hiding it from no. me and your husband this whole time? Well, Sorry, I was in- is this going to take you a moment? <laughs> It's just like, I have to rewire my perception of you a little bit. Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, I was in the vagina monologues my senior year of college, but that is very on brand. That is extremely on brand. In so, fact, like, I, I would have to rework my entire narrative of you if you had not been in the vagina monologues. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. <"Whoa." laughs> yeah. Like that. Okay. Remember the I'm, vagina monologues? They were so like 90s, early 2000s. Well, that is when they came out. So. No, I know. But like, they're so like of that era. Oh, oh yes. Deeply, deeply like, so. Like, they were like revolutionary yes, at the time. Yes. Yes. And we'll now, discuss this on our nostalgia podcast. <laughs> oh my God, that would be such a good episode. I mean, truly, that would kind of be a fascinating episode. Right? Yeah. Wow. Wait, how did we even get on this topic? Because <laughs> <laughs> because we said, I, you said join our Facebook group and I said join us, leave your field to flower. Oh, which is yes, the, yes, 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 yes. The first line of that, this song. And I just remember like marching down the aisles of the auditorium, uh, like jamming in a turtle, you know, in a turtleneck. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Performing this song. Wow. I mean, uh, look, it's on topic somehow. I mean, gotta find my corner of the sky. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Dory, I, I will, I will segue us out of this hot topic of musical theater from the 90s. And I, w- I did want to ask you a question because one thing I'm realizing is that in this time of like, this bizarro world we're living in where there's really heightened stress and we're all just kind of really trying to get through every day. I'm wondering if people started to sacrifice like their self-care rituals that they used to do and not even think about like, and, and maybe not even a purposeful mm. sacrifice, but I can tell you because, excuse me, 
I am often not brushing my teeth in the morning. Oh, interesting. Like I just forget and then I'm like, I don't have time to think about this. Or I brush them at like four o'clock. And does your breath not bother you? My breath is fine. It's that I can feel the grime on my teeth that kind of grosses me out like right now because I did not and brush still, my teeth. And morning. still you're not compelled to brush. I just, there's too, I got too much to do. Too many okay. Zooms happening around me. I, I just, wow, I okay. can't, I can't make an effort. It's like, I've just, I'm like, that's not, that's not important anymore. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm lazy maybe. I, you know, I think it's fine. <laughs> Like, like it is what is it there, is. Is there anything, like, have you had that feeling of just like, ugh, I don't, you know, like, of course we're not, like, people aren't putting on their work clothes and we're not, mm-hmm, like, you mm-hmm. know, showering as much. Like, there's all sorts of routines that we did pre-pandemic life that have changed. But, like, toothbrushing yeah. is very basic. And I keep forgetting, to, like, I'd start drinking my coffee and I'm like, oh, I'll do it after. And then I just, the day starts. And then at four o'clock, I go brush my teeth or I just am like, I'll wait till bedtime. I mean... This is one of those like it is what it is things for me. Okay, you know, I, I would I, like I don't think you should beat yourself up about it. I'm not. I actually don't care. Okay, like that's the right. other thing is that I, not that I don't care, but it's just like I, I don't have the fucks to give about you toothbrush. Okay. Wow. All right. Do I sound like I'm on a little <laughs> off my rocker? <laughs> you know, it's kind of reminding me. This is this is obliger rebellion. Oh, yeah. Reminding me of when you used to like not aggressively not wash your face. We should we should say that we are referencing Gretchen Rubin's book, The Four Tendencies. Yes, her Four Tendencies rubric. Yes. And uh, Gretchen was a guest on this podcast, I believe, last year. So please revisit that episode if you've not listened to it. And it'll it'll explain all about our tendencies. Kate is an obliger, which means she is outwardly motivated. And, but some, then I don't think we talked about Obliger Rebellion with Gretchen. I think someone wrote in about it and diagnosed you with Obliger Rebellion (laughs) (laughs) for not wanting to wash your face. Yeah. Yeah. You, you rebel, but against yourself. It's basically you're a people pleaser. You you live in fear of disappointing others. So then you just take it all out on yourself. Right. (laughs) Um, So it kind of reminds me of that. Well, before we take a break, because we went and talked about musicals for eight minutes, I want to know about this air quality monitor that you got, because this is not an air purifier. Correct. You took it up to the next level and got your own monitor? I sure did. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I was just like, okay, we have these air purifiers going in the house. The air outside sucks, how do I know if these air purifiers are doing anything? Mm-hmm. So I headed over to my old friend, the wire cutter. You gotta love the wire cutter. And just bought what they told me to buy because that's what I do. <laughs> and so I got one called the Temtop M10 air quality detector, air quality monitor. And it gives you all kinds of readings of things that I don't know what they stand for, like TVOC. But they also give you the AQI reading. And that's the reading um, that we get from the outside of like how bad the air is. So I wanted to know how bad the air was inside. And it turns out it's not bad. Oh, good. Your air purifiers are working? Yes, I, they seem to be working. So that was that was encouraging. I will say Henry's room is the most kind of contained room that has an air purifier going. And maybe this is the placebo effect, but it does. And we keep it. We generally keep his door closed. 
And it does seem like when I walk into his room, the air does feel fresher. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. See, I have air purifiers going, but I don't notice anything. I mean, our house doesn't smell like the smoke outside, but... Right. So I don't know. I got I got a little obsessive about this, you could say. What a shock. That does not seem like you. No, nope, not at all. at all. It's very out of character, just like drama society. Okay, oh let's God. take a break. <laughs> hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. 
like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay, so, Dory, we received a very quick text that is addressed to you that we must share. 
And this listener writes, Dory, you must watch The Great Pottery Throwdown on HBO Max. It's so good and gentle. Very similar vibe to The Great British Baking Show. Oh, it is already on my radar. Okay. Have you heard of this show? Oh, yes, I have. And I already said to Matt that we should watch it. It looks very calming. It looks, I'm, I opened, <laughs> I just opened the link that the listener sent, which we will uh, include in our, sh- our show notes on our website. And it's an article on NPR written by Linda Holmes. And the caption of the photo is, a handsome man throwing a pot on a wheel is all one can ask from quarantine viewing. Oh, and it's just of give me one a of handsome the, man with a pot on a wheel. He's got really muddy hands from the Ooh. clay. Ooh. He's in a denim shirt. He's got a Ooh. beard. Ooh. And he's wearing a Dory. <laughs> yes. What? You're I'm mom. just picturing I'm just picturing Patrick Swayze in Ghost. He, this guy more looks like who's that swimmer with the like kind of bigger like the ears that kind of Michael out? Phelps. Yeah, yeah. He, this guy kind of looks like Michael Phelps. A little goofy. Yeah, a little goofy, but goofy hot slash he's making something on a pottery mm, wheel. Goofy hot. Yeah, but he's in an apron too, like a okay. uh, like a potter's apron. Okay, all right. So I can get down with that. I think this could be like. A very you could have a lot of sensual fantasies while watching this very gentle Great. pottery I, show. I, you know, I need some sensual fantasies in my life. Let's be honest <laughs> about a goofy hot man. Yes, perfect. Just pottering. Is that the is that the right word? Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> um, well, you know, we're recording this on Thursday night, but by the time this airs, the new season of Great British Bake Off will have begun. Oh, good. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to it. All right. Shall I read this next email? Please, please. Okay. I mean, text. Hello, ladies. On this week's pod, you got into a discussion about Big Pumpkin, and I felt that I had to recommend you listen to the podcast Ologies by the amazing Allie Ward, as she has an entire episode about pumpkins, cucurbitology, in which she interviews an actual pumpkin expert. Anne Copeland literally wrote the book on pumpkins titled Pumpkin Pumpkin, Folklore, History, Planting Hints, and Good Eating. And she's also a sweet ray of sunshine slash the hippie grandmother you wish you had. Well, you know, we are big fans of Allie Ward here at Forever 35. We had her on the show. She's she's such a delight. I have not listened to this episode of Ologies, though. So I will listen to it post haste. Yeah, it's, it's going in the queue. It sounds like it answers all our questions about Big it really It really does. But, you know, I feel like this is this is something that's happened before where we're like, what is this? Does this exist? And and someone will be like, you got to listen to the all like Allie Ward, I feel like has Every question covered on all of these. She answers all the questions. Yeah, she really does. Mm, that so, Allie Ward. What a gem. What a gem. All right. Here's an email for a story. Hi, Kat and Dora, longtime listener, first time emailer. I need some self care and energy boosting tips. I'm going back to school to become a mental health counselor. Thanks, COVID, for making me question my purpose and WTF life is all about. I'm still working full-time in a corporate marketing job and have two young kiddos with classes starting at seven at night. How do I rally some energy and focus after a long day? I don't want to have caffeine that late. What else can I do? Thank you. I would do an energizing meditation. Oh, that's uh, that's a nice idea. Just like a you know 10-minute energizing meditation. How about like a brisk walk? Oh, that's nice too. I like that. Especially as the weather, you know, gets gets cooler, hopefully. Um, that might be refreshing. Yeah. I think also like nibbling on something can give your can kind of wake your body up, like maybe a little dark chocolate. Ooh. 
Ooh, yeah. Well, what yum, about yum. like some cheese or like some mm-hmm. apples with peanut butter? I don't mm-hmm. know. Skate your you body. Probably don't, like- well, you probably don't want to eat like a huge meal right before class. But I like this idea of having like kind of a proteiny snack. A yeah. 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 A nibble. Yeah, nibble. Um, I also I don't know if these classes are online or not. I wonder if they they're must in person. Be, right? I, I should I should hope, but I don't know if this would help or make you more tired. But I actually find when I'm kind of like getting into that brain fog, if I stand, like if I start doing working standing or do a oh, call standing, interesting, it just kind of helps me just kind of shake it off a little. That's bit. That's a good tip. Oh, I had another idea. What about a shower? Oh, that that would help, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would wake me up. I took a took a late shower. I also think we don't know what this listener's like partner situation is, but I would say make sure you are passing the mental load onto your partner. Totally. Load them up. Load them up with the stuff. Yes. You know, you do not have to do it all. No, so definitely don't. This is your time to focus on your schooling and you have a career and your parenting. So you put, you just tell them to get a plate out and you fill that plate. Yes. Amen. And, and if you don't have a, a partner, then I will come over. Oh, that's so nice. I wish I could. But, but mm-hmm. I, that, that, I mean, that does, if this person is, you know, not partnered with somebody, that's really tricky. So that is very tricky. Yeah. Make sure you have some, if you can, some sort of support system in place. All right. I'm going to okay. turn on the Bluetooth speaker. Hold on. All right. Well, we have a voicemail with an interesting conundrum. Hi, this is Jenny calling from Malvern, Pennsylvania. I uh, have never called in before, but I just wanted, um, I'm driving home from a socially distant um, work happy hour. And I wanted to see if, um, Kat and Dor, you had any, uh, thoughts or ideas for me or if any of the listeners do, um, on a question that I have, which is, I feel it was so good to see people in the socially distant happy hour, um, in person, even though we had like masks on and we were, you know, standing far apart from each other and we did share some, some good things and, um, had some nice conversations, but I do feel like, um, a lot of our conversations, at least at work with uh, some of our colleagues, have to do um, with putting down other people that we work with that are not in our group. Um, and I don't, I found myself doing it also, um, but I think being in the pandemic has actually let me see what it is like to not have those conversations because those types of conversations used to happen on a daily basis and now um, it really only happens when we are together, which obviously the pandemic is very infrequent. Anyways, I'm just wondering, um, I don't want, it's it's a happy hour and the conversation is sort of free flowing um, and it just feels like in order to be part of the group, that's something that is expected to sort of chime in on a little bit and I would prefer to be able to redirect the conversation, but I don't really know how. Um, and I don't want, I like my group. I think that they're really great, but I'm just struggling with this a little bit. It's come up before for me and I just, I'll just stay silent um, until sort of the conversation turns. But I also think that it would be good for our group to not do this all the time. Um, and I also worry perhaps selfishly, that if they do this to other people, at what point would they do it to me? 
Um, and that's something that I sit with and think about. Um, anyways, I'm in my car. Sorry for all the noise. Uh, love the pod. Love everything about this um, group. And uh, just want to give a shout out if this gets here to all the married girls who listen to this. There are six of us that lived in a house, and we all listen to this podcast and think of you, Pat and Dora, and people that we know. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for the your friends all listening to the show. Six people in a house all listen to this show? It's very cool. Can you imagine if they were each individually listening without headphones and you just heard 12? Wait, I thought she meant like they don't live together now. Oh, oh, but they did. But they did. Yeah. Oh, oh, I sorry. Think, I, I think that's what she meant, unless I misunderstood. <laughs> I thought she meant six people who currently all live together all listen to our show. And then I envisioned all of them like playing uh, our show <laughs> Or just all walking around with individual Bluetooth, Bluetooth speakers. <laughs> and there's six of me and six of you, and we're just yeah. yammering on. Yeah. Oh, anyway. What a chuckle. Okay. Back to your actual question, Ooh, listener. What a great question. What a great question. Do you have experience with this? Well, you know, we've kind of talked about like gossiping as being occasionally good f- for us and good for our souls. And there is, I have found camaraderie to be found in the shit talk. But I don't know if that's a good thing. I've certainly done it. I think sometimes that's a symptom of like, you only know each other through this one very specific outlet. So like you, you don't almost don't know what else to talk about. And I think especially it sounds like this might have been like the first time they all saw each other in quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. So So, back to our, yeah. Exactly. I think your instinct is right, though. Like, ultimately, it is not really great to just get together and talk talk about people who aren't there in a negative way, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's not that's ultimately is not helpful. And I think while it can feel it can scratch an itch in the moment, it always leaves me feeling really yucky most of the totally. time. Um, my ultimate suggestion would be like, and I this is hard in the middle of a freaking pandemic, but would be for the activity to be not drinks. Mm. Because if you're actually doing something, uh, like wh- what if you're bowling? Or like what if, I don't know, like what if y'all went for a hike? Again, I know we can't do any of this, so it feels stupid to even suggest it. But the sitting around and getting drinks, it just kind of leads to like that. That's kind of- such a good point. Uh-huh. Oh, well... Thank you, Dory. Thank you You're very, very welcome. Much. Uh, what were your thoughts? Did you have anything additional? Well, I was just reminded of someone I used to work with who the shit talk was constant. Mm. And it was usually like over IM, but it was like all day. Ugh. And it just got to be exhausting. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I don't really love this job either. But the constant negativity and the constant shit talking is really wearing me down. And like, if I'm going to be able to tolerate this job, I need to tune some of this out. So I feel you on that, listener. That's all. I agree with everything you said, Kate. It's a hard thing, too. I'm not sure. I've never like brought it up with coworkers of like, we talk too much trash about people who aren't here. Like, that can be a hard conversation to have. So, totally. I think steering the activity might be a good first step or just not participating. Yeah. You can go and have drinks and you don't have to chime in. Yeah. (sighs) Well, Hmm. let us pause. All right. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older. 
and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay, we have returned. Shall I read this email? Yes, Tori, yes. All right. Do you have any recommendations for underwear brands? I normally buy Airy, but they seem to wear out really quickly. I like comfy but cute, either boy shorts, cheeky, or similar styles. Um, I wear the Gap Breathe High Rise Shorty, which are like boy shorts. You're very loyal to that. I'm very loyal to that. They also come in a non-high rise version which might be more your bag, but I, I really like them. So they are, they're boy, are they boy shorts? And I don't like the term boy shorts. But I know. Like, yeah, that's annoying. Let's that's not, the, let's not I mean, gender our underwear. Well, I think that's why they actually changed the name of the style to shorties. Shorties. Yeah. That's cute. Okay. So it would be kind of like a brief or yeah, like with a little bit of. of leg, a little bit of leg to the brief? Uh, a little bit of leg. It's kind of like a low cut, not a high cut leg. Okay. Okay. Well, I wear full on like what some might say are granny panties. Sure. Yes. Which I realized I just yelled about gendering underwear and then I just <laughs> did it and I called them panties, which is the grossest uh... word. I hate the word. I hate that women are given these stupid, the stupid word panties. Okay. So I anyway, but, but I wear, 
I wear underwear that I buy at Costco by a person named Carol Hockman. I have talked about them on the podcast before. They are stay-in-place briefs, full coverage. They come in a pack of five. I've got them on right now. They're durable. They cover your butt. They cover your upper thigh. I mean, they just go everywhere. And that's what I wear. I don't would you have describe like a, them? Would you describe them as cute? No, not at all. Okay. But I don't give it like... I have. I know, no... but I'm just. I'm just saying. The the listener asked for cute stuff. Yes. So so that's what I want to say. To this listener, Dory can hook you up, and I bet other listeners can hook you up. I am of no help here. I've never even like looked for cute underwear in my life. So the Gap underwear also their shorties also come in lace, which might be kind of what you're interested in. Um, you know, that's... now that I'm looking I'm looking at their website, I don't know if they make the high rise shorty anymore. Oh no! Oh dear! Oh no! <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I don't know. Uh-oh. Huh? Well. What a discovery to make on the air. This is a problem for another time. (laughs) I've not tried, you know, we, Third Love is a sponsor of our show and I like their bras, but I've not tried their underpants, Mm. which they make. I always think of Third Love and I think of bras. Yes. They do make make underwear. They do make a variety of underwear that I I cannot speak to it because it's never been on my butt. Mm. A lacy butt that sounds so uncomfortable to me. I used to wear lace underwear all the time. They're not, they're not uncomfortable. What were those thongs that were everyone? was wearing in like the aughts. Do you remember those thongs? Oh my God. Oh, the um, hanky panky. Ah, oh, what the fuck was that? I mean, those could be a segment on our aughts podcast. <laughs> on our aughts nostalgia podcast? Yes. Juicy velour sweatsuits. Hanky panky thongs. I remember my friend gave me one and was like, this is the most comfortable thing you're going to wear in your life. And I also never wore thongs. Like they thongs never worked for me. They're so uncomfortable for, for me, for me. I didn't love thongs either. But thong lovers, I respect you. All right. Well, we are, we've come to the activity of the day and it is courtesy of a listener. Um, hi, Kat and Dora, longtime listener, first time caller. Hello from a very smoky Vancouver, British Columbia. I wanted to suggest an activity for the week, putting out a bird feeder and or bird bath in your backyard, patio or window. The winter migration has begun and birds flying from as far north as Alaska down to the southern United States and Mexico are battling the wildfires too. They've been knocked off their roots and are thirsty, hungry, and tired. There's a devastating article in The Guardian about the impacts, but I'll leave it there. For listeners in North America, there's probably a bird leaving, passing through, or arriving in your area, and they may need the food and water you leave out. Starting to notice and name the bird species around me has been a huge part of my self-care in the last few years. It reminds me that I'm part of the natural world and I can choose to make positive impacts. Leaving out food and water is something I can control and it is a positive action I can take. In the time of both physical and metaphorical fires, small things can add up to big things. Thank you too for the show. I've grown as a person by listening to it and I found a skincare routine that works for me after a 30-year search. Wow. I love that you connect me to a community of rad folks who give a shit. Wow. Wow. That's a great description of our listeners. Yeah, that is a great description of our listeners. Right? Mm. Yeah, mm. it is. Mm. Wow, this was such a lovely note. It it is, and I I really like the idea of figuring out bird species. Yeah. And also just kind of thinking about the migration going on around us. That's really what yeah. a what a way to be grounded in your environment and really be present. I just thought this was so totally. cool. Totally. 
Very cool. Well, and I have some birds I would like to, I don't know what they are that eat a cactus in my yard. So oh, well, look at that. I do need to figure out who they are. So I'm going to, that's going to be a great intention for me this week. You know, we have, we, we bought a hummingbird feeder and we never set it up. So I think now is the time. Hummingbirds bring me great joy. You've got to, you've got to get on that. I mean, there was a, there was a, hum, a hummingbird built. There were two nests that she like Ooh. laid eggs and had babies from. That's so cool. It was very cool. I haven't seen her in a while, but um, she was around for a long time. So yeah, so I I, I need to put up a, that hummingbird feeder. Well, I don't even know where it is. Anyway, all right, not important. Well, we're gonna do some birding this week. Yes, <laughs> we are. I love that suggestion. Thank you, listener. Yes. So such a great suggestion. Thank you. Well, Dory, pleasure as always to learn new things about you <laughs> via and, a podcast. And and about you. Still still keeping it fresh. Yeah. Keeping yep, the yep. friendship fresh. Yeah. I love it. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye.